Hey everyone, welcome to the exclusivity here with Larissa on the Culture Radio. Thanks everyone for tuning in tonight. I have a bunch of you guests here with us to entertain you guys. Uh, I have our wonderful Sharda. Say hi, Sharda. Hi. And I have Alex with Team Alex on board with us tonight. Alex, say hello. How you guys doing? And I have my wonderful, wonderful, wonderful <laughs> partner in crime at all times that make me laugh, our wonderful uh TJ Chapman, he's from the TJ Chapman Show. What's happening, what's happening, family? Oh, boy. So, guys, you guys are hearing what's going on right now in our politics right now. You guys know that I talk about politics, I talk about entertainment. Anything goes on this show, basically, right, TJ? Absolutely. Okay. So, right now, you see right now, the Republicans are talking about unemployment. And the report came in yesterday where unemployment is obviously still on a high, and the job report came in, and only 266,000 jobs was available when they thought there was going to be a million jobs. Did you see that? No, I've I seen it. And, you know, you know, the sad part about it is that there's um, local government is, 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 is taking um, over, like Arkansas, South Carolina. They decided, you know what, the extra $300 – that the federal government was given on mm-hmm. top of whatever, they're 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 deciding like, you know what? No, y'all y'all asked for to come out here and get a job. Yeah, they're gonna take it away. I saw that they're gonna take it away. But right now, Florida, they said no, no, no. We're good. Well, we don't make as much unemployment like other states do. Like Boston is one of the highest right. paid unemployment. Yep. Uh, New York is another state that's really high. I think Boston's six hundred or six fifty per month. Plus that additional three hundred, so they're making about close to a thousand dollars a week just in unemployment for Boston, um, and, New York and, and as well. And that's not including the the federal. No, that's, well, that's well, yeah, six hundred plus the three hundred or six fifty, something like that. It's Boston and New York. I know it's four hundred, four fifty plus the federal, which is three hundred. But what okay. you guys fail to realize, Florida was behind all this time. Oh yeah, we were. Florida was way behind. Yes. We're getting three hundred. Yes. They were given okay. less than what other states were given. That's what we said. Like our state is like yes. the worst state. We get what two seventy five max plus three hundred. I mean, we're nowhere close bon to the other states. But bon yet, mm-hmm. Mr. DeSantis opened up everywhere, and there's a lot of governors right now who are not really happy with no, him. No, even right now, our own our own um, Orange County mayor. It was like the um, the governor don't know shit. It's like how you how you going to open up and say we no longer in a pandemic. How the fuck are you going to say that when you don't even live here? Mm-hmm. To see what's going on. Because Jerry Demons has already called him out. Mm-hmm. Orange County and um the Santas, they've always been at a ongoing battle. Okay. Because you got a Democratic and a Republican. Uh, a Democratic and a Republican going at it. Well, I mean, right now, too, with the whole unemployment thing, and they do want to try to get people back to work, that where they're trying to put now, make an executive order where they put in a sign-on bonus, if you get a job before, like, in July or the first week in July, you get, like, what, twenty two fifty or something like that sign-on bonus from the government. I if did you, see that. You saw that? Yeah, but that's only a temporary oh, it's fix. Temp. That's temp. That's, that's just, just to get you, that's get you in the door. Yeah. You get you, like, six months, like, boom. Yeah. Next thing you know, you drop your ass down to, like, Twelve fifty. Yep. So they still have vaccine right now, still down, and they're trying to see if they, if they gave. They did a poll where if they gave people cash, mm-hmm. and fifty dollars versus a hundred dollars, and only thirty four percent of people said, "Hey, if you gave me fifty dollars, then I'll do the do the vaccine." If you thirty six percent said, "If you gave me a hundred dollars, then I'll do the vaccine." So I mean, right now, I know you got. You got the vaccine, right, yeah, Charter? But my thing is, why I have to pay you to save your life? Well, it's not just saving your life because on you're looking at saving your life. But for yeah. me, I feel right now like I got the vaccine. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I feel like, God, what did they do to me? Like, am I going to turn into a zombie in a year or am I going to die in a year? Because that's how I feel. And I feel at a point where I don't even want to do my second vaccine. But I, I'm so not. It's just not right. Like, I don't feel well. I'm still down. And it's been over a month already. And I'm still down. So, and this is after my first shot. So now I'm just saying, like, okay, do I just do the second vaccine? 
just to maybe something is missing out of those chemicals that I need to get the second vaccine. But they're saying now if you had COVID and you don't even need that second vaccine because you have 88% of antibodies in your system. So here's the thing. I'm 43 years old. Boy, I'm older than you. By a little bit. Oh, gosh. By a little bit. So here's the thing. I remember when that uh, that that flu uh, the, the flu vaccine say go get your flu shot every 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 every, every yes. year whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I'm 43 years old. You know how many times I had the flu? I don't know how many. Guess go. Two. Go. Not three. Go. I'm gonna say like four. One. What? You better knock that wood, boy. No, no, <laughs> That's no, not wood. no, no. There ain't gonna be there ain't gonna be no motherfucking knock on wood. <laughs> it's, it's, on, it's on. No, cause the th- no the secret is. You do what you're supposed to do. Wash your goddamn hands. Yes, yes. Wash your hands. Be clean. Uh, be cleanly. You gotta. You gotta. Hygiene is everything. You gotta have hygiene because mm-hmm. the thing is, I had it. I worked in corporate America for a minute, and I used to hear motherfuckers sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> how many times you went? How many times you went? You, you went? You went into yeah. in, in, into the the cubicles and you had motherfuckers hawking and whatever, and it was like you know what? It just matter time for me to sit. But me, no, no, I, I kept boom. They they because I even seen people come out the bathroom. They didn't think I noticed them. Yeah, they didn't wash their hands, yeah. scratch they, their they, ass, they, they, wipe they, their <laughs> ass, all sorts they, of stuff. They, they, done, they done sat up there like I'm, 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 I'm standing at, I'm standing at the urinal. That that's the thing that's pissing. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Is that what guys go to the urinal? Uh, that, that's what they call. They call it the urinal. You 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 pissing the little thing. You stand up, whatever. Mm-hmm. So and of course you got the little stalls where people take a dump, and you hit the toilet, and then they come out. Right? You would think. They were going to wash their hands, right? Nope. They come out the thing because most of them things ain't got no no sinks. It's just a little boom. You're in all. Toilet paper, boom. That's mm-hmm. it, right? So, and I noticed one guy that that walked out, and I was at, at the thing washing my hands, and I seen him come out because you got the mirror. Boom, see the mirror. Look up. Uh, okay, so he ain't washed his hands. So when I walked out, he shook this other dude's hand. So first of all, I'm thinking, okay, you're in the you're in the urinal, right? Or in this case, you're in the shitter. You don't wipe your ass. You don't wipe it. Bam. I don't know if you did front, back, back, side, whatever. <laughs> he just probably <laughs> sniffed his fingers and said, "Hmm." <laughs> and so and so, what happened was, when he came out, I walked out, and it was like, "Hey, Todd. Hey, how you doing, buddy?" Not sure you see the movie. And I'm like, <laughs> did you know? I wanted to tell what buddy. Dude, wait, hold on. Do guys not say that to another guy? What? Like you just saw a dude came out the bathroom. He just shook your hand well, and well, then watched I, well, his. Well, I did, that, I did that day. You did say it. I did that day. I was like, because when I seen it, I was like, this motherfucker just touched his goddamn shit <laughs> and just pounded him up. And, I, and then, you know, after he left, whatever, I said, hey, uh, bro, listen. You remember Todd? You know Todd didn't wash his hands. What you talking about? He he, he was in a crapper. And he didn't, he didn't wash his hands. You sound like a little kid complaining. No, I wasn't complaining. <laughs> I know, but it's what it sounds no, like. Because that, 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 was, that, was, that was my boy. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, you done touch shit on your hands. Because mm-hmm. he didn't wash his hands. Bro, what you talking about? Bro, he didn't wash his hands. And so, yeah, it turned into, at that point, I was like, you know what, I, I can't say nothing to nobody no more because they almost got into a fist fight. Wow. So let me ask you guys a question. So, you know, last week, you guys know I dabble in the stock market and I talk about finance and all that stuff. So the big thing was Doji on crypto, right? Did any of you guys, mm. besides myself... Doji on crypto. I saw a little of it. I was reading a little bit. Not too no, much. but did you invest anything? No. What about you, Alex? See, every time I try to invest, something come up, and I was like, hmm, let's see what happens tomorrow, just like everybody else. But then you miss out, because I, I hopped on the wave. I made my dabble in. I made my money when I needed to, and I was like, out. So I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I was waiting for the Elon Musk to come on in SNL, and I don't know what it was, and I kept on saying, I'm not going to sell until after SNL shows. 
and I was like putting it out there. I'm showing all the reports and stuff like that, what's going on, what's being said. And I don't know what it was. And like three o'clock in the morning, I woke up out of my sleep. So this is like technically Saturday morning. And I was just like, you know what? Sell. And I was just like, my girlfriends are going to kill me because I'm literally, I said I was going to hold out until after. And my heart just told me to sell. My gut told me to sell. And thank God I did because when they went on SNL, they made this big thing. They had a border, everything. Like it was like a, like a New Year countdown for Doji. Wow. And Elon Musk was coming on. Miley Cyrus was performing on there. And the market, for some reason, just started to, like, just basically drop. It was just going down and down and down. And I'm like, no, it's going to come back up. It's going to come back up. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get there. I'm going to give it till Monday because, you know, people, normal people who uh, invest and dabble in the stock market, they don't really know cryptos like 24-7. So they'll probably wait till Monday to invest. But then Monday came and... Like today, I'm looking, and I'm like, God, so whatever I had, I left whatever I didn't think I would care about, I left in there, and I sold the rest. So I, I figure I'll just dip back in when it, because it's going low, so I'll just dip back in again when it goes uh, more low. What about you, TJ? Um, I actually had, um, I, 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 I tried to learn the crypto thing, because I'll be having some fine-ass broads. <laughs> You just said you're comparing broads to crypto. How does this work? Oh, I'm about, Please. To, I'm, I'm about to tell you. Okay. They were like, hey, how you doing, handsome? I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. I look at their profile. Damn, she fine. Wow. Damn, she got a little dumb. <laughs> I heard it's called the, um, what, what are those when you go a uh, speed bump? I heard guys call that stuff as, as long as a girl has a speed bump, and I'm like a speed bump. But she 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 was finding all that though, so I was like, okay, what do I owe the pleasure? Because you know I'm I'm just a little normal guy, you know, from South Florida. You know, I ain't got shit going for myself. You know, I'm just a little little, little talk show host and whatever. So she hollered at me, and then she was like, then she hit me with it. You know the thing about bitcoins and and, and crypto. I'm like, oh, you wanted them motherfuckers again. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you wanted, you wanted them motherfuckers now. I'm like, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Go, I'm one of them chicks, so I don't know. Okay, TJ. I'm, I'm just saying because, like, I heard about it. I attempted to invest in it because it's like first person that hit me up. I was like, okay, cool. Teach me. They couldn't teach me. They were just saying, and then I looked at them. I was like, well, how much you making? Oh, well, it's not about me. I'm trying to make you money. Well, hold on. How in the fuck you going to tell me that I need to invest in you when your ass ain't making a dime? Let me ask you a question, though. Do they have the Series 7 license or they're a financial advisor? I mean, yeah, like, they, they, I give my friends advice, they, they but said, not, said, I told them straight out. They said disclaimer, account, they said I am account, not a financial advisor. They said account manager. I got, man, I got, boy, look at, boy, if I go to oh, let me tell you, you get a lot of those every day. Everybody. What do you mean? Me. Let me ask you a question. At least 20 Facebook uh, requests for friends. And, and as soon like, as you're like, okay, what do you need? They say, do you know about crypto? Bam. No, but that, but not just Facebook. He's talking about picking up chicks and, and no, no, and, no. Facebook and Instagram. I get requests out of union. I get DMs, and it's like, oh wow. Then it said you're now being followed by such and so and so. So I look at the page. I'm like, who the fuck follow me? Okay, boom. Dang. So it don't look like a normal page. I mean, it don't look like a. Oh, I've gotten those. Yeah, it don't, it don't look like them pages. It look like this is a real account. And the mm-hmm. first time you get it, you don't think about cryptocurrency. You think maybe Superman, like Kryptonian. Mm-hmm. You're like, I think I know a little bit about it. But could that be their marketing plot or their marketing yeah, I'm th- plot? I'm, think- I'm thinking that's exactly what it is because it's when I started talking to her, and right now I'm, oh, my goodness, look at this. She done, she done blocked the nigga. They should be real I'm good t- at first, you know, all of a sudden. Look at that. It says. That, that, that used to be her. Now what it says. It says blocked. Instagram user. Because she probably realized you're not interested and she's all about the money right now. She and I needs told to get. Her, and I asked her, what do you, you know, can you show me anything from Bitcoin and cryptocurrency on what you made? You can make $30,000 daily. You know how many times I heard 30000 daily? How, how, many of us, how many of us do not want to make $30,000 daily? Well, I mean, you got to invest a lot to make about $30,000 daily. And I, I, and I asked her that. 
and she couldn't answer. All she said, are you interested? She just repeated herself right away. I'm like, uh, you must be on a goddamn speed dial. That, 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 like, you know what? I tell people, if you can make in day trading, if you can make a couple hundred dollars a day and you're adding it to your regular income, then why not? Like, why not? Do you understand? Like, why wouldn't you want to do that? And you know the good thing, there's a lot of people that start, a lot of businesses starting to accept it as well. Well, they said it's going to be the new way of, uh, what's the way, the new um, wave of uh, world, world, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, But I I just know they're trying to get rid of the dollar. They're trying to get rid of change right now. In a couple years, the dollar is going to mean nothing to us because, like, think about like with Biden, all these four point one million dollar trillion I mean trillion dollar um rescue plans that they're trying to do, our money is gonna be worth like nothing. Yeah, you can't take fake dollars to the strip club anymore. No, you can't take the girl's gonna have like, baby, can you swipe me? Maybe swipe my ass. I don't know how she's gonna take it, but she's gonna say swipe me because you can't be doing them dollar bills anymore, so I don't know what's going to happen. She'll have a little square on her phone. Yeah, she's going to have yeah. a square on her swipe phone. Swipe square right there. She might put her square other places and be like, swipe. Swipe the square. <laughs> and here's here's another one. Oh, boy. That happened back in March. Same thing. Same dialogue. Well, that's just a marketing. It's a marketing thing. It's a marketing then, scheme then, to then, get then, you to invest and, then when they and realize, follow them. Then when they realize, oh, we can't get this motherfucker, uh, let's change the page. I know. It, it's crazy, but that's just what it is. So did you hear about um, Wanye? Obviously, you get, we had Wanye on our show, and TJ helped me produce that show, actually, and uh, for Boyz Men, and uh, Wanye did one Wednesday. Mm. Did you see what he said about Candy? I, I started listening to it, and um, I got a phone call. So he started to say, like... Somebody brought Candy up. I can't remember. Candy Burst from Escape, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah, so he brought Candy up, and he's like, well, I know she's on TV or whatever, but what exactly is she doing right now? One last she made a song. One last she made a hit. Yeah, the last time I saw her was when she did something maybe with Escape, but she never really had another hit really after those things after that. It's been a while. And it's just been like the breaking news right now. It's been on the Wendy Williams show. It's been on all over an E. It's saying like maybe they should bring Candy in to have a combo to deal with Wanye right now because of that. Well, I, I think with I, <laughs> because I, they I, were I, like, I cannot believe you said that. Well, I, I mean, I think what Wanye probably doesn't know is that Candy, besides Escape, she's really known for being a songwriter. She's like one of the highest gross songwriters out there. Really? Did you know? Isn't she? And she does a. Uh... She does. She she writes for a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. Um, when you hear the when you hear the song, Scrubs, mm-hmm. you think of who? TLC. TLC. Guess who posted that song? No. Escape. Oh wow. Terry Lewis Jam said, "You know what? We love this song. Guess who wrote that song? Candy, for Escape. Terry Lewis said, "You know what?" This song would be better for TLC. Cam was like, "Cool, let him have it." Because I, you know, I want to write for other artists, which I didn't know how to do it. But you said this song is better. She got paid for that. How many of y'all know Destiny Child? Of course. How many of y'all know that songs? Can you pay my bills? Mm-hmm. Pay my automobiles. Oh yes. Donna, guess who wrote that song? Candy. Candy wrote that song. No way. That was originally for Escape. Oh, so she got all the back ends. So, yeah, so, so they told her, you know what, I think Destiny Child do this song better. And it really comes down to when it comes to songwriting, you can write a song for yourself and your group, but then you have executive producers that can say, you know what, this song will probably fit better with this 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 group, which is nothing wrong with it. But as a songwriter, you write songs based on who you think is going to do best. Well, that's true, too, because that song, My Girl, My Girl, that, My that Girl. Was, that was, that was for, supposed to be originally for Boyz II Men. That was supposed to be for Boyz II Men. That song was supposed to originally wrote for Boyz II Men, and they, they gave it to somebody else, which was, um, yeah. I remember that now, too. So the, I get the, what the, you're saying. The, the remake of it. Yeah. 
because the remake, because the original was uh, uh, Smokey Robinson wrote it. It was supposed to be for um, uh, Smokey Robinson and his group. And Smokey was like, you know what? We got another group that I think would be fit best called The Temptations. Mm-hmm. That's how Eddie Kendrick. I remember The Temptations. That, that's, that's how Eddie Kendrick and them got it. So now they were looking to do, because Boys and Men was doing a Motown special. Motown Philly oh, back yeah, again. You know what I'm saying? And so, therefore, with that, there was like, who can we hey, give myself. my girl, who can we give my girl to? They wrote it for somebody else. You know what? Boys and Men be the best. And they did it. So that's where it comes in with this whole thing. What we're talking about now. I know. So they, I guess now Candy probably feels in some type of way because it's it's circling around now in entertainment news. She probably don't. She probably, I, she I'm probably, sure she, she probably, probably don't. don't. But you know, of course, the media they'll make a big thing out of it. Uh, but they're going to be on Versa this weekend. SWV versus uh, Escape. They already did it. No, they isn't did. it this weekend? They did it Saturday. Oh, so a thing with the it. Elon Musk thing that I forgot about it. I thought it was the yeah. Saturday. Yeah, you, you missed it. How it, was it? It, it? it was awesome. Okay. But it was a lot of blasphemy. A lot mm. of blasphemy. Because it's blast from the past. Yeah, it was a lot of blasphemy from a lot of our, um, some of the fans. Mm-hmm. They were like, you know, Escape is trash. And I'm like, uh, what? I'm like, uh, what, what What happened to your ears? And yeah, <laughs> the cast, my manager's over there speaking underneath him. Okay, cast, why do it's, you feel it's, that it's, they're trash? It's, it's escape Hold is, on, I want to get cast in this. Escape is off the chain. Cass, why do you feel that Escape is uh, trash? Okay. Because, you know, okay. we always go. <laughs> we, well, I, like I don't think the they are. Day, it's not that Escape is trash. It's that when you look at the songs that Escape has compared to SWV, mm-hmm. SWV have classics that are memorable. That like everybody, which ones? Rain, Week, Right There. These songs instantly gravitate and they're classics. Escape don't have any songs that, like, when you think of escape, you what oh, that song. I need from you is understand. That was a, that oh, was I love a, that song. exactly. But you have to say it for people to be like, oh, but when you say us, when you say when you say SWV, you think of human nature. You think of you think of you think of rain. You think of they did remixes. They did remixes with Michael Jackson with those songs. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. But they're they're more classic group compared to Escape. Because even when Escape was out, they never got the. They never got. I think they should have got more respect. But at the end of the day, they were never. I personally think that their vocals, because they were they were very diverse, way diverse. They are. They are. You know what I mean? They had pretty much three lead singers. Four. You know what I mean? Four. Four. Uh, Tiny yeah. and let's not miss that. But anyway, <laughs> Tiny I mean, lead she got a voice. But I'm talking about lead singers, very strong lead singers. But Candy's a strong. And at the end of the day. But the songs were not classic. They didn't get. See, they were mess with Jermaine Dupri. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Dupri is in another world when it comes to hits. He could do hits, but when it comes to girl groups, when you say certain names like Destiny's Child, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, you know, you know, the Destiny. girl groups, SWV man, they had songs that like are classics. I mean, straight up classics. I mean, Weak, Rain, um. all the like, classics. You know what I'm saying? Escape, what about Invoke? Escape Invoke has classics. I love Invoke. But what I'm saying, but see those those are see because see they were see this is the difference the production. If you think about it, SWV got with R&B producers. Mm-hmm. Escape got R&B songs with Jermaine Dupri and that type of style. So at the end, even though there was an R&B group, they was always promoted mad hip hop, mad rugged. Look at how 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 Escape came out when they first came out. They were like they were like they were like the female Jodeci, right? But you know what I'm saying. But see, the difference between Jodeci and Escape is that Devontae Swing is a seasoned producer with R&B because before they who was the Devontae with Timberland. You know what I mean? So when he started working with that, and even Puff when he started working with them, you know what I'm saying? They got with those producers that was hitting it. Escape. Never really diversified their production catalog. They did. They did, they did. though. 
They did, though, because Ooh. they did come out in the Jodeci look, right? Mm-hmm. That that's off, you know, that was the the very first album. Okay? And they look they look like they look like tomboys, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, so they didn't get the respect that most girl groups get. But guess even what? though it was a great gimmick, you know what I'm saying? It was a great advertisement for them, but but it, it elevated. It but it did but it only it elevated too late though. Because at that point when they were starting when they were hot, that was when they were hot when they had that look. When they elevated, you had Dusty's Child, TLC. I was gonna say that. How you do you compare SWV. them? SWV. You had all these girl groups that were very pop that were over dominated them. You know what I'm saying? Because when they came out, they didn't come out like a typical. Well, girl they group. came out in the 90s nope. and there was exactly. tons of them. But, the, but no other the girl who came out like but they, them. But they mm-hmm. elevated because you got you got your brownstones right. Mm-hmm. Brownstones. You, you got you got you got your floor tree. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that look. Exactly. They, 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 they look like women, a, not like they, boys. They yeah, looked, they did it. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. But that's what Jermaine Dupri wanted to do. But then exactly. they decided in the next couple of albums, especially Traces on My Lipstick, you looked at them and was like, holy but it was, shit. But, it's, but, it's, but for, the, for the cultural impact over time, it was too late. Because when you think of Escape, you think of how they came back. It's like, it's like see, the thing, it's like TLC, but TLC was smart. TLC added all the elements that guys liked in the group. They you had did. You left had the eye. rapper Rough mm-hmm. Chick at Left, left eye. eye. You had the sexy girl Chili. And then, and then you had Bo. the rough, mm-hmm. chill girl t boss So they had all the elements in that group. Escape, to be honest, they all were just looking like dudes and baggy in the, pants. In, in the beginning. Oh, yeah, they all did. They in did. The but that, see, but that's, that's the, the image. Wanted to do. Uh-huh. But see, that's the image. He did, and he was a genius for it. Wait, hold on. You have to remember, too, in the they, 90s, the look was, the that, girls that's, wore that's, pants that's, off that's their ass. Yeah, the regular like girls, but not the girl groups. Yeah. But not the girl groups. Mm-hmm. Different. Yeah, the girls did that, and they did relate. Don't get me wrong. But we're talking about classic girl groups with classic songs. SWV, like I said, I'm not taking any way away from Escape, mm-hmm. but you got to understand Jermaine Dupri, what he did, it was a genius thing. But when you think of the longevity and, mem- and memorable, but, like at the end of the day, there's not one SWV concert that people are not sitting there saying every single word. They feel that is song. so true. Escape, right. at the end of the day, they have like three songs like that. that maybe. So, here, and here, in Vogue as well. But, 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 here, it is, but here it is, though. Here it is, though. You take SWV first album, right? And you take Escapes first album. SWV does not have a song that you don't um that that you have like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to skip that one. That you can listen to the whole album, album through. Escape had that. Regardless okay. of the look, you play a Escape song on that first album, you listen to the damn the whole motherfucking song. Mhm. And you be like, damn, this bitch is bumping. Same thing with the guys. Jodeci, their first, their first album. Every song on their first album is like, damn, I'm going to listen to everything. The 112s. Okay, I, but like, see, you're talking about production. You got to understand, what, they, they had Jermaine Dupri the production. That sound was in. Yeah. Where compared to SWV, there were some chicks from New York that yep. had brand new producers. They did. See, so, so that's the thing that's even greater about SWV. They had a whole bunch of unknown. There were three girls from the Bronx, New York. And they had brand new producers <laughs> that were producing them and still made classics, songs that you remember. SWV had a powerhouse. Because when, S- when Escape came back, you got to understand, Jermaine Dupri was already a, a heavyweight in the industry. Yeah. He already put out Criss Cross. He already put out some heavy hitters, yeah. The Brat. Things like that. So he was already a heavy hitter. So when they came out, they had a heavy hitter already. SWV were virtually from nowhere. They didn't have any big time producer. Uh, uh, really B. Was Morgan. It was really Coco though. You know what I'm saying? It was That's really true. Coco. But the thing is, SW Escape's problem when it came to vocally, why they never got respect vocally, is that their harmonies was dope, but they had they, all their harmonies were lead harmonies. Whereas SWV or harmony, you get what I'm saying? Like, 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 like you know, you, you have had a lead singer. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're so, more... so they had one lead singer, and the others they was they harmony together. Whereas SW Escape, to be honest, everybody can. Everybody was a lead singer, but see, that's different from harmony. It's like Escape because they, they, like they weren't meshed. They weren't all like, meshing it's correctly. Like, it's like it's like in sync. Backstreet Boys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Justin Timberlake when they first came out wasn't a lead singer. 
Yeah, he wasn't. No, like, he, he wasn't. Was, he was but, fucking background but, but over time, he earned that position. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, and Who, they, and Wait, they hold were, on. And, Who was the lead singer for um, Insane? Um, Joey? Was, jo- uh, was Joey? It Joey? Joey Fatone? No, it wasn't Joey. Or Chris? No, wasn't Joey. Uh, no that wasn't Chris. It was, it was, that was, uh, that was uh, Lance, Lance. Lance. No, Lance. It's Lance, Joey, Chris. No, Joey was the other one. Joey was from New Kids on the Block. No, Joey no, there was Fatone. a Joey Fatone. Fatone oh, Joey yeah. Fatone. It was Joey the other Joey. Fatone. Okay, okay. He was the Lance. lead singer, not Lance. Yes, no, it, no, it was it was the other dude. I forgot it was the other his name. I keep forgetting his name, but he was the lead singer. He was the lead singer. But you know, over time, Chris just Kirk, the t- not Chris Kirkpatrick. Chris no, Chris Kirkpatrick. No, no, we no. know that. Yeah, not <laughs> We're Chris, like, no. Not Chris, no, no. But no, see, no, no. the thing was, they could harm, they could harmonize, harmonize perfectly. You say because see, when you look at harmony, it's always a lead and then the backup. Then the background. Escape wasn't like that. They all were leads. So what happened was you can't take a group that really wasn't a harmony group and give them those heavy, strong ballads like SWV. You can give them a week. You can give them a rain, mm-hmm. and it's going to elevate because that one lead singer is going to set the tone. They had a sound. Escape sound was all over the place, which was great. But for memorable, when you remember the sound of Escape, you don't remember one sound. You you know, you may like the candy song, you may like the other so you know what I'm saying? It's all different sounds, which is great. But SWV, you know what you get in. It's a sound SWV gives you. Even though Coco was the only lead singer and they harmonized, but it was a sound that SWV gave. Escape, when you think about it, they all were lead, all of them were leads. So there wasn't a uniform sound or style of escape that really resonated for the long-term effect. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you think of the Jackson 5, right? When you think of Jackson 5, you think of NSYNC, think of Backstreet Boy, you think of all these groups, New Edition, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? You think of them, they had the people that played their roles. New Edition, yeah, they had Johnny Gill. They had oh, definitely yes. Ralph Tresvat. They had Bobby at a point. But at the end of the day, the other dudes played background. And they had a sound that made sense because they had That the, was all New Edition. And they had the producers. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that produced them well. Escape had Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree is a phenomenal. He could make hits, but is he an R&B producer? No, but he could make hits. Different. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like Nothing to take away from Escape, but you have to understand the group they were. You know what I'm saying? And then if you compare classics, you got to see the production. They had people that were nobody that was up and coming, and they were in the studio grinding, making it happen. It was that, that, that we're going to make it. Escape had Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine, you know who his father is, right? See, a lot of people don't understand. Jermaine Dupree's father was a big time at Columbia. Oh. Jermaine Dupree was in the game for years, even before he put out Criss Cross. Criss Cross, it don't stop. His father, I forgot his father's <laughs> name, but he's a big time uh, dude uh, at Columbia Records. Okay. And that's why uh, Jermaine Dupree, when he came out with So So Deaf, he had all this backing. Okay. Because, because he has dad already to support him. You know what I'm saying? So when they came, when they came to the studio, they was with. Jermaine and all the hit makers stuff like that. And they made hits. They did. They made fucking hits. They did. But SWV, those are the chicks that were from nothing. That grinded and earned it. Excuse me, I know that. Because I'm from the Boogie Down Bronx. And they came from the Boogie Down Bronx. That's that's where that's where a lot of people are coming in as like SWV was considered the underdogs and Escape Mm -hmm. was like the shit. Which, you know, granted, both of them good. You you get you get your brownstone. You got to Nikki Gilbert. Nikki Gilbert was the lead singer. You had, you know, uh, a couple of them that could sing lead. They had a couple of songs that they can do. But then I compare um, Escape to 112. Oh, I love 112. 112, you had all lead singers, boys and men. All of them were lead singers. Not true. With except for with except with an exception. The- of the last of Mike, but one twelve had a sound with what's his name. He always said, what about he, shy? You know what I'm saying? They had shy a sound. Had the thing is, yeah, the thing is, they had a sound. One twelve have a, had a sound. Boys to men had a sound. You know what I'm saying? A legendary they all played, sound. They played their role. Kanye was that lead. You had the Who? other dude, uh, uh, Wanye. Wanye. Was that Wanye wasn't the lead. Wanye it, Wanye, was, Wanye, it was Nate. Nate, 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 Nate was, was the lead. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying, but but they played their role. Like when you had the, when you won the powerful vocals, Wanye, Wanye came did. in. He, yeah. clo- he, you know clo- he closed he it out. With they it. had yeah. a pattern that they, which created a sound. See, Escape never truly had like the, what is the Escape sound? The escape, you know what I'm saying? Like when you think of SWV, you think of 
Coco. Coco. Mm-hmm. And you think of them harmonies because that was them, the harmonies. Mm-hmm. They were, they were, they, and they were, and the thing was, they were manufactured as Escape was really manufactured, looking for talent. They were just friends that were grinding together. It's like Salt and Pepper. You mm-hmm. know how back in the day, Salt and Pepper, uh, Kid and Play, all of them worked out the a call two, center. The and they worked out a call center together. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know came, they worked at a call center. Yeah, they all worked yeah, at a call yeah, center. They all did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't saying? know that. They did, um, yeah. And they all and they all came up and grind. Even the producer that produced them, they all came up together. You know what I'm saying? That was a grind. So everything they did, that was you authentic, real SW, authentic, real girls from New York that just had great harmonies. People mess with them, and boom, they got put on. They made impact. Escape were in Atlanta. Jermaine Dupri were looking. When he finally put everybody together, added what's her name and his sister, they went to the studio. You're in there with a multi-platinum producer already. Who was the SCOWV in it with? Nobody. They were with brand new producers, and at the end of the day, they earned to be one of the greatest girl group. Escape? It was given to them. It was given. And not saying that they didn't work hard. I'm not trying to take away, but if you're trying to say what's legendary and what's the difference, and and, and it's bad that Escape went that way because they are talented. They can Mm -hmm. sing. But Jermaine Bridpre wasn't trying to put together a fire ass vocal group. He's trying to put he did, the next though. Joe to seat. But he did. Well, you know guys. Because at the end of the day, he had <laughs> look at it, he had he had he had a yeah. Well, I love you guys. I can tell <laughs> that this is so passionate. I know we got I guess. You guys here, are so so passionate about this topic. Listen, we love, are definitely I, coming I back love, to this topic because I, I can see the passion in this topic. Some, I love me some escape. It reminds me of the, <laughs> it, it reminds me of the Jodeci, but the only thing about Jodeci and Escape was the fact that you only had two lead singers in Jodeci. I, I Escape just, had four. I don't know why. But Devontae Swing had, they had a producer. And Devontae Swing was the producer, but phenomenal producer. But I don't. I, I, I have the song in my head right now. And Which it's, one? I will be your comfort, like uh, by shy. shy. I know, but it's in my head. Yeah, right but they're like they like more of a one hit wonder. I know they are, but I love that they song. Had, they only had two. They only had two albums. I know it's really had, bad. Then they had to recreate another. Uh, another hit to like, you know, like, you know do remixes and like, all right, all right, okay, shy. You but go. you guys saw right now with uh, J Lo left a rod we talked about it last week and she got seen going from um with ben, affleck. with ben affleck and you know old school relationships how you guys feel about that one going back to like an old flame it works for you go ahead and do it you think so yeah i mean they kind of had a toxic relationship they broke up three days before their wedding i mean it's j-lo J-Lo, J- but there J-Lo. was there. People J- have been J-Lo's, saying, "Hold on!" They're J-Lo's saying, the "How do you leave Jennifer Gardner?" Even though J-Lo is highlight, they're saying like, "Yo, she Ben, she Jennifer." Was, I mean, is Gardner is him. stable, huh? She wasn't toxic enough for him. He think he wants her back because they they no. got caught seeing right now on vacation Who? together. They spend some days Who? together, not Who? just days. You talking about Jennifer Gardner? No, Jennifer Lopez. No, no, that's what I'm saying. He was with Jennifer Gardner. When? No, when? Jennifer yeah, Lopez, no. No, no. No, no. no well, Jennifer Gardner is his baby Af- mom. Ben That's his wife, yes. Ben his ex wife. They, they, split they split up. But they split up. Yes. But it wasn't, it wasn't toxic enough for him. Oh, he, he wants that toxic. He wants that toxicity. That JLo from the Bronx. Yeah, he, because she had him looking hard. The, but, I remember. But think, think about it. Toxicity? Needs toxicity. Exactly. So you can't, you can't, you can't have, you can't have a person that's. Why do you say he's toxic? Because I've never really she's, heard anything like that. Oh well, I gosh. mean, he did the stripper club with her, right? Like, wasn't listen, that the rumor about listen, that? He like no, boys. he wants, Ben Affleck wants toxicity. But he wasn't a bad boy. She had made him like that mm-hmm. look of a bad boy. You ever saw him but in that video? But that's he's what he wants. Boy. That's what he likes. That's what he likes. So you got toxicity and you got a person with growth. That shit's never going to work. But if you got somebody that's got toxicity together, oh, that's what the fuck I want right there. But it's going to be an explosion. But why do you say he's toxicity? That's what's, that's what's ingrained in him. Like this, this, is what I, this is what I like. Uh-huh. This is what drives me. Uh-huh. Even though I'm not going to tell you or go off and say, yeah, I'm toxic, but this is what drives me. I like a woman that, that's, that's toxic because that fuels me. I feel like it's guys excitement for some guys. I can't. I can't. I, I'm sorry. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna call. I ain't gonna call a bitch. A, you know, a bitch. A bitch. <laughs> I heard that. This is the I same thing that. with a but, guy. But, 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 but what I what I will say is I can't stand to talk a bitch. I'm gonna tell you that right now. 
Oh, so what kind? So you're because saying, it fucks with my mental health. Now y'all ever see the prenup? Hold on, that go ahead. Lo has when she meets anyone. Y'all ever see? She has a prenup. Uh huh. What's that it, prenup involved? That that detailed prenup. It's got stuff in there. How many times they gotta get it on? What? Yeah. No. Per week. No. No. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. She has that. Yes. yes I didn't know that. that. I wouldn't think that was J Lo. No, you take. Ben oh, that means she's a. She from the Bronx. She from, Come on now. She from the Bronx. Hello, I'm from the Bronx. You ain't got no prenup like that. Say that. So, I might be getting one soon though. Four or five times a week. So A Rod wasn't expe- uh, excited for he her. He wasn't batting right. That's <laughs> he, <what happened>. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> batting right. He wasn't hitting the balls correctly. I don't know why she. Moved on. But she got that. She has that prenup down to the point. Like, what else do you know, Alex? You know, she's got it down. How many times they got to go down on there? What? How many times they got to be together? How, how you know this? How do you know this? This was, this was out there for a minute. Really? Yeah, this was out there for a minute. Now, you take Ben. Ben, I don't know if he, when he goes to Vegas, he's always dropping on the tables at least six figures. I heard he had, like, a stripper, like, going, like, stripper problem, right? Like, going to strip clubs and stuff like that. That was her problem so with him. all together. That's a happy couple right there. Hmm. They'll probably do polygamy soon. <laughs> Why you gotta say soon? Maybe you know they're probably doing it already. Whatever floats your boat. They having a good time. That's all that matters. I guess that's what it is. I mean, if you want to go back backwards, I just don't want to go backwards. They in got life. their arrangement. Ain't no entanglement. But they say, but they say, anyways, it's couples who get married, have kids, and they're just not right for each other at those moments. But then later on in life, that they're right for each other. Maybe her and Ben is just sex. How do you even know if they're having sex? We, we're just all assuming. Because right why would you go back? <laughs> you have to go back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who ain't, on. Go, who ain't gonna want to tap Jenny from the block? <laughs> from the back. Okay. Oh my god! Uh, why would you go I back? I mean, Jennifer's back stopped. You wouldn't back go used back be, if the huh? sex wasn't good. So that's, obviously, the sex had to be good for you to go back. That's so true. I'm gonna come back to this topic before because we only have a few minutes left. When you're having a good time, time goes by very fast. Um, I have Team Alex here with us, and I wanted to speak to Team Alex uh, to help our community. Um, Team Alex and Alex, uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do? So I'm Alex with Team Alex. Uh, We started this real estate group to help families, individuals who just want to move up. You're struggling some which way, maybe your credit, maybe you don't got the cash to own a property. But, you know, you're trying to get those grounds, you're trying to get the base, and you're trying to elevate, you're trying to build those assets. You want to look at your passive income. You want to get out of the whole nine-to-five job. What do I do to get there? And that's why I set this group up. You know, I come from a long, long history of real estate as an investor, wholesaler. We fix and flip properties as a real estate agent. And one of the things I realized, everybody wants to move up. Everybody wants to find that path. And as Team Alex motto, we always say, making home ownership easier. So if you don't have the cash, we have down payment assistance to help you. If you have anything holding you back, we have rent-to-own programs. So we have every different option. You just have to make up your mind and take that step. So let me ask you a question, Alex. The rent-to-own program, let's start out. We're going we're gonna to work our way up, okay? The rent-to-own program, your credit score need minimums like what, a 580, if I'm correct? So the rent-to-own program currently is 550. Oh, 550. Oh, I didn't even know it was that low. Okay. Now, again, part of everything I looked out there when I put this group together was to say, what helps everyone? You're renting an apartment. You're renting a house. You have your family. You want to move up, but I can't. So what, what does the rent-to-own program do? Well, it takes you out of renting a, a property that you're paying your landlord's mortgage, giving that rent away, and nothing's coming back to you. The rental home program gets you into your home and a portion of your rent goes towards you owning the property, helping you build that step to get out of the rental and back and into your own home and getting the steps to acquire it. So it covers basically your closing costs when you're ready to purchase your home at that point. And you have like about three years of getting into that, if I'm correct, right? Correct. One of the one, one things we want to do is give you as much options as you can. So we try to give you as much time. When you start the rental home program, the next step that I take with you is the down payment assistance. We're gonna help you get your credit right, help you get your taxes right, get you in the right direction. Part of that rent, like I said, goes towards your ownership. But then you go into the into the program above that, which is the down payment assistance, where now we get you the down payment. So the money that you're com- that's being saved on a monthly basis, we're trying to get that back into your pocket. 
So the down payment assistance is an additional to what you're accumulating all the time? That's correct. So it's two different programs. Yeah, so it's two doing, different programs. So when you're doing the rent to own, we just want to get you out of renting and in a property that you'd want to own. So what right right now, Alex, um, with the uh, down payment assistant, I want people to understand, right? that you guys actually cover the closing costs. And the, give an example, because I know plenty. I saw people crying, all sorts of stuff with people that you've helped, okay? And um, basically, I know a couple of them were, they basically came out with nothing out of pocket, just a few hundred dollars to get their own house. Um, just share that little bit of those stories. We have so many stories right now, it's hard. It, it, it just, every time I'm taking the video, I'm about to tear up and I'm crying. We've got a couple who just started out they got together, they said they want to establish their life, they got their family, their kids. They're like, hey, Alex, w what can you do to help us? We have no idea how to start. We started from the ground up. We started with the application, so we needed a fix, we fixed it. Once we got them approved and we started shopping, I told them exactly what to do, I gave them the strategy, and they followed it to the T. They didn't deviate, and they followed exactly what they said. In about a week time, they found a new a new pre-construction home that was just completed. Mm -hmm. We got them the full down payment for it. Mm -hmm. We got the entire closing cost mm -hmm. granted to them. They did not have to do any inspections. They did not have to do any appraisal because of the new construction. They pretty much moved into their new home. No money out of pocket. Why are you helping me with this? We always ready. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Um, guys, go check out um, Alex. Alex, please let them know how they can get in contact with you uh, on social media. Give them your... So you can reach us at downpaymentassistance.com. Okay. Have information there. You can log in. You get as much uh, information as you want. And you can reach us directly at 407-495-0000. And where can they follow you at? We're at Awesome Alex on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And Team Awesome Alex on Instagram. Okay, guys. So check Alex out for uh, getting your new home. Believe me, he helps a lot of people, and which basically I saw with like nothing down. So it's a good thing. But guys, let's get back into this relationship go talk. Alex. Well, go Alex Ooh, and Team Alex. Go let's tell Alex. I didn't want to. Our topics have been so passionate and heated for the last uh, almost an hour already. And I just didn't want to forget about Mr. Team Alex over there and what his purpose of coming on the show it. today. I wanted to make sure that we uh, didn't forget you. Oh, just one more thing I just wanted to add. Um, one of the things we do also after every closing, we donate groceries to families that's in need. So if you know anybody out there that needs groceries, a family that's in need, please log into the show. Uh, send us the information. All we need is their name. We don't need to, need to get in contact with them. We keep everything private, but we want to help the community back. Boy, I got like 10 kids. You help me? Oh, I got you. I told you. <laughs> Cass, you got mad kids, so you need some groceries? He's going to hook it up with some groceries. He got <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got 10 still looking like that? Dude, I got like 10 kids. I'm just teasing. I do not I'm have no saying. 10 kids. He's saying. in a car. We're, we're driving here. He's I'm like, just he's like, I thought you got like four kids. I was like, dude, how long do you know me? I do not have no four kids. What do you think this is? I don't know. Maybe because maybe like back in one, once upon a time, you were skinty. Mm. And you done got, you know, got thickness on you. And sometimes kids put that thickness on you. I guess so. The sickness didn't come from, from them kids. The sickness came from steroids. <laughs> COVID gave me this sickness. She had it before. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Alex and I. Oh, Alex. Let's, Alex, uh, let's talk about the. Uh, no, no, Alex no. does some personal training as well, Alex. Don't say that, though. Don't say that, though. So let, let's talk Let about. get COVID so I can get thick. Hold on. <laughs> I want to talk about divorces. When do you think it's the right time to start seeing someone after a divorce? Right away. <laughs> I, 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 cannot wait, I cannot wait to answer this right question. Right away. What about you, Alex? I mean, Alex, why don't you give us a test? How many times have you been married? Uh, been, Are you going to put me out there like that? I mean, we're going to interview. I told you we're going to cut that part off and we can continue. <laughs> So the right time to start uh, dating dating is right away. Right away? Right away. Don't hold yourself back. You got out of it. You didn't want it. Don't do anything you don't want to do, but get back out there. Go back out with your friends. Go back out. You meet somebody. See what happens. Enjoy life every day. Make it a paradise. And how do you know when you meet the right one? 
How do you know when the right one comes but along? But how can you say don't do anything you wouldn't do after you divorce? It's like you've been in jail and it's freedom all of a sudden. Oh, my so God. Before. You guys call that jail? <laughs> you married is not jail. Okay, so let's not say jail. But you've been <laughs> in a relationship that was tied down for so many years. And you couldn't do don't all feel, these things that you feel, wanted don't, to don't, do. Don't, don't make marriage to be a restriction. Yeah. But hold on, Alex, you've been I've been married too, and I didn't feel like I had restrictions. My husband let me be me. I got to go out and do it. If I wanted to go out with my friends, I got to go out with my friends. If I wanted to he wanted to go out with his friends, you know, it was a different story. I'm just teasing. <laughs> it wasn't like that. But um I don't know. I just feel like when you have kids and you go through a divorce um, or even meeting someone, how do you know when's the right time to even move on or get married again? You have to date. date. Well, it depends on what you want. You have to know yourself, know what you wanted. You're getting out of a relationship because it's something you don't want. So you got to know what you're looking for. So let me ask you a question. You are a perfect example. You got married twice, right? You got married twice. I did. Okay, so how did you know it was the right time for num- wife number one to go on to wife number two? So I can't really count the second one. Oh, <laughs> she don't count. Yeah, number you can't two really don't count. count. It don't really count. You know, sometimes you make mistakes in life. They're like, you wake up one morning, you know, after a bad drinking night, you're like, what did I do? So Alex, how how long was the second one? You know, you know, sometimes things. She's <laughs> <laughs> dodging my question. <laughs> I knew, okay, put it that way. The, the second time around, by a week into it, it was like, damn. Mm. What did I do? All right. What, TJ? For the eight minutes we got left. Go ahead, TJ. I'm going to be quick. Go ahead. God, you hissing I, I, over I, there. I mean, it's I like mean, important I, I, over there. I mean, I, I, I was married for 11 years. Okay? I got married out of being conditioned exactly. to, to be married to be married that's important right after here. you get out of high school mm-hmm. there was go, like the right go, thing you, go, you, go, you do you go, you go to college you meet a young lady in college that's gonna be your wife da 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 and you just try to like just make the shit fucking work right no matter what as you as life. you as you as you elevate as you grow you realize Growing apart. Did I just? Do yeah, it? the growing apart part. Yeah. Did I just? And, and it's not about growing apart. It's okay to grow apart in the sense of elevational growth. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you but don't. but but don't put me on your pedestal because you're not ready to grow. That's where the problem comes in at. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now he's touching on something a lot of people don't touch on. Yes. Yeah, so go man's ahead. Side. Of what happens and they, in a relationship. Okay, and this and, is why and, we and have they, women and, and men and they, in view. And, they, and, and a lot of the times, how many women, honestly, we got two women on the panel. Okay. How many times have you ever asked your man, baby, are you happy? Lots of time. She said lots of times. I'm 50 years old. So she's from the old school, so she, she already been here for <laughs> yes. half, half a decade. <laughs> so she probably understands that point. But a lot of the women don't ask their man, hey, baby, listen. Words of affirmation. Well, you have to remember, for myself, I'm speaking about myself. I got married when I was 16. So, so you, at so, the age so, of so 16, no I didn't really know shit, jack shit. I was a teenager growing up trying to pretend to be a wife. And um, so I didn't know, like, those affirmations, like, baby, are you happy or anything like that. I, I, I was just going with the flow and learning day by day, like, what marriage was about or what it was supposed to be about. And, you know, as we were getting older. From what you were told. Yes. I I was just going with the flow of what my parents told me. And they were, like, way old school. And it's just, like, divorce in our culture was just not. that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, and divorce was just, like, not known in our culture. We get disowned by our families. Like, I'm I'm the black sheep in my family. Yeah, I'm a black sheep in my family, too, for that. My dog. Me no, too. I'm a black sheep in my family for that because when I chose divorce, my family actually didn't talk to me for like a whole year. Yeah, because the, I chose divorce over staying in marriage. And, and, the, and the thing, and the thing with me, like right now, my family—well, I ain't gonna say all my family, but my dad is the only one that actually understood me, and he stuck by my side because he understood who I was. Because I was all this guy was like always ask questions, like why? Shut up! Don't ask questions. But why? This shit don't make fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Why are you conditioned like that? Also, and 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 it, and it becomes conditioned, 
And so, yeah, my younger brother okay. got conditioned, stayed with it. He became the golden child because it was like he listened to what mama said. Mm-hmm. He listened to what whatever was being said. Because mm-hmm. now your family are the counselors because, instead of the actual counselors. My family was different. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I knew y'all, my brother, that motherfucker playing y'all. I see this nigga every day. I know what he's doing. And they never gonna believe that. And they never gonna believe that. Yeah, my brother my brother right here, you know, you know, smoke smoking that dope. And you know, we it's like, uh and then one day I told myself, I say, listen, bro, the shit that you got going on right now, you see what's happening right now. You and I are the fucking same. I'm not ashamed of what I'm doing. And yeah, they be like, Oh, you know, I can't believe Fuck you. That's how I am. I and never hid I who them. I was, and, and that I, was the problem. And that's why they called me the black sheep, because, like, right now, it's like I'm doing so much stuff right now, and it's kind of like now they're starting to come around like, oh. Well, you also didn't give them a choice. And they I didn't got to come your way now. I, I didn't give them a choice. Now they come my way. I'm like, my brother now, he decided, you know, he was like, you know what, bro, you're right. So now they know smoke weed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I'm not this golden child that you thought. And now it's like. Oh, okay. Well, weed's becoming, like, more of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, it's legal now in New York for recreational. So it's becoming recreational more and more everywhere. And I think, you know. It's not looked down on. And it's not looked upon because it's helping a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I suffer with anxiety. I don't smoke weed, but I do gummies. And I have no shame in saying that because it really helps me with my anxiety. Yeah, because they, they always tell me, like, you know. Oh, don't cuss in front of your mama. Why not? I, I, I'm sure my mama don't cuss in front of her mama, my grandmama. Like, why is like if if I got something to say, why the fuck I can't say? You know, fuck this shit. Like for me, I as fuck, old who, as who, I am, who the fuck, I, I'm, who the fuck I'm dis- disrespecting? Me? I already know your ass used to be cussing like a motherfucking sailor. <laughs> so why why the hell I'm going? Now you ever go back in time and hear your mama and her friends start talking, and they don't know you listening? Oh yeah, that's the best. Yeah. I but, told my kids if you can't cuss in front of me. You're going to go out there and cuss in my back. Don't cuss behind my back. You can cuss in front of oh, me. Oh, you're that cool mom, not me. Yeah, they cuss in front my of me. My daughter last week was visiting here, and she, like, said the F-bomb, and I was just like. Why? Because you know what it is? I never did it. I, I guess because as old as I am, Fuck I've that. never. No, but the thing is, I just never, ever cursed in front of my parents. As minutes. old as I am. So I because for them. me, when I hear it, I'm just like, oh, my. I guess because I'm conditioned that way. Remember, I'm still conditioned. So what I was raised with. So, like, I never, as old as I am, I still have never cursed in front of my mom. Yeah, but we're from the same culture, and I'm from that, too. But my kids, they can curse in front of me. Oh, my you God. Do You're a good mom. My mom, my my daughter was at the table last week. She was with me. She's like, Mom, I know I fucked up. And I was just like, what you just said? What you just said? She's like. I already know. I just fucked up again. Like, I was just like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Like, are you really saying this right now? And I, like, I, you should not and, be saying and, this and, to and, me right now. And I would have been, like, oh. been like, baby, you know what? You didn't fuck up. You just did what you felt you had to do. So yeah. fuck that shit. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you want to be like that. I mean, I have a lot of nieces and nephews. I tell them all the time. I said, you tell me. You got one on minute, y'all. Whatever's on your mind, don't hold it back. Let me know what you feel and let me guide you. Okay. Yeah, because if you can't talk to me and you can't curse in front of my face, then who are you going to tell? I'd rather you come talk to me and let it all out in front of me. That's how I feel. Well, no? Two minutes. Oh, I have two minutes. Oh, okay. No, so guys, I want to tell you guys right now, Sharda, how can people follow you on social media if they wanted to follow you? I'm just visiting on your page right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do any homework. I just no, 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 no. It's nothing about how we never do. Caesar, did we ever do homework here? I just hopped along today, so I don't have a page we yet. No, 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 no. You're like your regular Facebook page. It's a fine. Shard, shard, I'm a Shard Charday. So you can get follow me at Shard Charday. That's Instagram, correct? Yes. Yeah, we don't we do not do homework here. We just go with the flow here. We never do homework here. 
we just like to have fun, giggle, laugh, and just kind of go with the flow. And as you can tell, our topics gets really, really passionate. Intense. Yes. And I want to uh, thank my manager, Cass, for coming in for a couple minutes. We appreciate you. Uh, it was also Cass's birthday this weekend. So happy we just want to do a happy birthday. birthday. Shout out to Cass. Bah, 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 happy bah. Cass is out in Miami living up that life. When I grew up, I want to be just like Cass. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Alex, uh, again, just give your Instagram again address. So you can reach us on Facebook at Awesome Alex and on Instagram at Team Awesome Alex. And TJ, really quickly. Oh, um, oh wow. I didn't change my shit. Uh, Chapman Entertainment. On uh, Instagram. Okay. Uh, the TJ Chapman Show on Facebook. Okay. And guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Larissa L. Boogie and on Facebook, uh, Larissa L. Boogie. So, guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. It was a really great show tonight. I will definitely have you guys on again uh, sometime soon. And everyone, thank you so much for tuning in with Exclusivity here with Larissa. And same time next week, Monday. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for having us. Cheer. That was a